Hi, my name is Amber. My pronouns are she, her. My name is Chloe. My pronouns are also she, her. And live from Amber's room, <laughs> this is SPHS Higher Newspapers Podcast Nightmare on Mission Street. So, before we begin, we want to start with a check-in. Oh, quick disclaimer. All right. Um, <laughs> this podcast does not represent the views of SQSD, SPHS, Tiger Newspaper, its employees. Right. Yeah. So now it's time for the check-in. Um, Amber, how are you doing? I'm feeling great. Me Last too. night was so it long. It was. Oh my god. Um, yeah, that was really great. <laughs> yeah, it was um nice end to a horrible week. I know. Okay, like, why did our teachers just, like, cram all of our homework last week, but then they gave us no homework this week? <laughs> yeah. It's, like, not balanced, guys. Come on. <laughs> okay. But, yeah, last night was really fun, and it reminded me how important friends are, and I think that was a reminder I needed. This episode is going to be a little different. Um, the beginning and the end are going to be scripted, so we're going to jump right in with this intro. So, in 2001, our patron saint radio show, <laughs> This American Life, hosted by Ira <laughs> um, my celebrity crush, um, <laughs> did an episode where people told their cringe stories. Ira Glass's really wasn't that cringy. At least he was working for NPR, which is um, which is cool. That's not yeah, cringy. Yeah, more than you can say for either of us. So suffice it to say, we have some cringe stories. Definitely worse than Ira's, and probably worse than Slow Death by Vultures. Honestly, like listening to that episode just made me feel worse about my yeah, because cringe stories. Because like, whoa, so if worse. that's cringe, then what? What am Maybe I doing? Maybe Ira was just scared to bear it all, so we're doing brave so. work here. Exactly. <laughs> The cringe is complex, not an emotion, not exactly a real, literal, physical punch in the stomach. It inhabits a painful gray space somewhere in between the two. Like Justice Potter Stewart said about pornography, I know it when I see it. Well, <laughs> we know it when we feel it. <laughs> I'm we just want to dedicate this. this episode to unpacking the cringe. Where does it come from? How does it manifest? And why do we feel it? We don't think we can do that without sharing some of our cringe stories. So here it is. Episode 5, 20 Minutes of Cringe. Okay, and these are cringe stories in chronological order. <laughs> right, so we're going to begin almost at the beginning, so I think this is third grade, right? Third grade, the yes. Jeggings. The jeggings. This is my cringe story. I really wanted jeggings in third grade, and I was like, Mom, please let me go to Forever 21. I right. really need jeggings, and then I got the jeggings, and they looked terrible. Yeah, Forever 21 was like, um... I, my mom was really scared to let me shop there because she thought it'd, like, make me sassy or something. <laughs> I was like, remember telling me was the big girl story. Right. <laughs> um, this is a couple years after fifth grade. This is particularly painful. <laughs> so, um, there was a boy in our fifth grade class, and everybody had a crush on him. Everybody. He was the one boy everybody liked. And Page so fifth grade type? Yeah, yeah. And so both of my best friends had huge crushes on him. Well, I did too, but they liked him more. So it was a competition between them. And they decided to settle this rivalry by writing romance letters to him. Like hypothetical romance letters that they would sent. And I had to I had to be the one to judge the romance letters and decide who loved him more. So they wrote these long, elaborate, like, for fifth grade, deeply romantic letters. Um, they were both apparently deeply in love with him, and... One of them ended up getting with him. Yeah. <laughs> for, like, two weeks of middle school relationships. Yeah. And then, well, this is Amber's story. Oh, middle school tra- 
train wreck. Oh my god. So, <laughs> I was so angsty. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> at the end of sixth grade, I wrote an email to my counselor, just like a ramble about all my angst, and like, <laughs> it was so long, with like, paragraphs, I spent hours writing it, like, the day after middle school ended, because I after sixth grade ended, and, like, I just vaguely remember, like, not vaguely, clearly remember that. <laughs> All too clearly remember. No, oh my god. This took me so long to find funny, by the way. Like, I just recently found this funny, but I literally listed all the songs I listened to while writing that email, like, at the end of the email. Like, why did I do that? Why did I write the email in the first place? But now I cannot listen to, like, Nirvana at all. <laughs> so I think that's a good place to stop so and reflect a little bit. No, no, we're not gonna think about it. Um, <laughs> okay. Also, this is also from my glory days. Um, so when I glory days being, being sixth grade, sixth grade, sixth grade. Um, so I wanted to like change my like style, you know, yeah. going into like middle school, you know, big transition. Mm -hmm. So I remember like I wanted to be like unlike the other girls, you know, right. like quirky and yeah. stuff. Quirky. So I And this is like before any of us could register quirky, you know, yeah. like this is like the original quirky and it was just being like aggressively different. Like aggressively like not feminine. Right. So I like Remember, I was at Ross, and I was like, okay, I'm going to find the ugliest backpack ever. And I did. I found the ugliest <laughs> backpack ever. And it was, like, it was, like, <laughs> it looked like Minecraft. But not. But, like, like worse. not. It was, like, yellow and, like, black, green, and yellow. And it was so ugly. <laughs> it was, like, high Sierra and, like, chunky, too. <laughs> like, ten pockets for all those yeah, little knickknacks. So crevices little places to squirrel things away um but that's interesting so i think i definitely had a lot of cringe moments nothing i think i've buried them too deep in yeah. my memory to recall them for this podcast but um also we're not telling you guys all of our cringe stories because some, some of them are just worse and wildly bad. inappropriate so um, we're leaving those out but i think in especially going into middle school that was such a weird transition because um none of us knew not that we know who we are now I, I think, think they should just abolish the middle school <laughs> but we were so 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 confused yeah. like and nobody knew how to um express themselves you know like you wanted to be like different, no shut right? up no shut up uh, <laughs> don't talk about that but the, you know you had like no way of expressing that like in the way that you might have wanted to so it was like the most aggressively different thing that you could find and you just did that ew you know? we're not gonna no your story now <laughs> no. okay this is really mortifying i've never told anybody this um i guess it's like just between me and my sixth grade math teacher but he's so great by the way he's we really like great and i feel awful for not trying more in his class but so, I, you know, I didn't do a whole lot of homework in sixth grade. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't. It wasn't Such like... a rebel. I know. I think I was at my most rebellious in middle, middle school. school. You're such a tryhard now, Chloe. Come on, what happened? <laughs> but, um, so, I didn't do my homework. And he, he talked to me. He was like, why, why didn't you do your homework? And I was like, I don't know. This is so, this is so embarrassing. 
I guess I just watched too many rom-coms or like like Mean Girls or something. But I was like, I okay. <laughs> I was like, I just got dumped, Mr. McCoy. I just got dumped. And he was, he just didn't really know what to say. And I was like, yeah. So that's why I couldn't do my homework. I just got dumped. And I, I never had a boyfriend in. I definitely did have one in sixth grade. Um. I don't, oh god, I just felt like five waves of, and that's, and so, retelling that, like, to this day, I feel, that's mortifying, that is so, so embarrassing, and, also, I feel like when you lie, like, that's, like, super mortifying, especially when it's about something dumb for something dumb, because, okay, so I think the reason why the, the dumped lie, it gets me so good, because I've lied before, and this lie, it hits different. Um, um, I think it's because in sixth grade, a lot of people did have boyfriends, and I probably wanted one, right? And so okay, I get it. I think that. So it was like it was like a like a two layered lie. Like I was lying to him, and then I was also like secretly lying to myself because you really wanted a boyfriend, yeah, which is so. That's embarrassing, too. Because you didn't win the fifth grade romance letter poem. Oh, God. Mm. And I thought I could write. What a shame. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh. I'm just really, I'm, like, marinating in that now. Oh, I don't <laughs> like it. Okay. Okay, take it away. My next, oh, no, start. this one, oh, my God. This one also took me a really long time to find funny. You no, know, and I think when we were writing this outline out, we were like, oh, well, it's good that we can laugh at these now, but saying them out loud, it's so bad. It's I don't think I don't think I'm over most of these. No, no. <laughs> and that's something we're gonna talk about dissecting the cringe. I honestly feel like when I was like trying to like figure out who I was and stuff, yeah, I wasn't even like confident. I just like recklessly yeah. put myself out there in so many different ways. Like, yeah, okay. So basically, in eighth grade, I really wanted to make more friends. So I was like, okay, I've done one month of YMCA basketball. Let's try out for the basketball team. And it was so bad. So I was like, I couldn't even like dribble that sh correctly. Oh no, we can beat that. Okay. <laughs> um yeah, no, just middle school middle school bad. Um also in middle school. I remember, like, feeling, like, very embarrassed over the fact that I, like, didn't get into ASB because ASB was, like, the pinnacle of, like, so cool, you know? Like, everyone in ASB in middle school was so... ASB is just, like, not a thing in high school, Yeah. But, like, ASB was so cool in middle school. I didn't Mm -hmm. get in, like, rightfully so because I was a freak in middle school, but... (laughs) No, this is terrible. I had no follow-through in middle school. I I did the ASB thing, and I filled out the petition or whatever, and then I just didn't finish the application. I just didn't do it. Um... (laughs) Yeah, um, I mean, at least I didn't peak in middle school. Okay. <laughs> also, we're going to trade off more. You're, yeah. you're going to do your story. Okay, so, I don't, wow, okay, I just got <laughs> thrust into a really uncomfortable story that I didn't have time to prepare for. So, in eighth grade, I finally did get a boyfriend. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> he's like. Well, I think maybe this isn't the place to talk about it, but, um, <laughs> so, so he, at the end of eighth grade, he made me a scrapbook 
of our like three month long relationship. Like, quote, I'm using air quotes like over and over again. Um, relationship. Situation. <laughs> Hardly. Um, and in the and it was a venture like in, because like we, old baby photos because we didn't um we didn't FaceTime because. Um, he didn't have an iPhone, so we couldn't FaceTime. Oh, he didn't have a phone. And so, and then so, he Skyped me, and so most of the scrapbook was screenshots from Skype. <laughs> and then in the back, oh, I don't think I can describe it. Say it, just like a tally sheet of how many times we kissed. <laughs> and it was awful, because like, every time, it was like a closed, tight-lipped, like, peck, and it's like, braces, braces everywhere, <laughs> like, braces interlocking, like, train tracks, it was, um, I don't, oh my gosh, that just threw me for a loop, a whole <laughs> host of emotions. Oh my god, that's so funny. Amber still laughs so hard at the story every single time, she's heard it before. That's, like, not reassuring, oh my god. Um... This episode is a lot <laughs> more difficult than we anticipated it would be. Okay, okay. Okay. Also, when I was in middle school, I used to touch everyone's hair. Like, I literally, like, rubbed everyone's oh, okay. hair. Oh, okay. You were... I remember people like Shut that. up. That wasn't fun. <laughs> Why did I think that's so weird? If it's... I think it's, like... Um, I think that's, like, a closeness and, like, validation thing, you know? Like, okay, but also I was weird. That's so weird. Because, like... Yeah, but I think like that that like need that literally walks past people and they would like bend their heads because they knew I oh my goodness touch everyone's head. I think it's like like you had a thing or something like that was your thing. That's a weird thing to have though. Definitely, but like so is the Minecraft backpack and American literally stop. Oh my god. So I mean, it's just I also wear the same sweatshirt every single day of American flag. It was. Dark blue. It was an abstract American flag that said USA on it. Right. And it was from the boys section. I was thought I was so cool for that. Yeah. Because because <laughs> femininity's weird. <laughs> um, okay. This one's pretty bad too. This was more recent, and I I can laugh about this, right? Um, it's about Keanu Reeves. Um, so I was I was talking to somebody during quarantine, like once it had started. And, um, the conversation wasn't great. And so I asked what their favorite movie was, and they said it was some Keanu Reeves movie, and I've never seen a Keanu Reeves movie in my entire life. He was in, like, one episode of a TV show I really liked or something, and that's it. And so I went on, like, a frantic Google hunt. I don't know what possessed me, but I just Googled everything about Keanu Reeves and this movie. And so we were talking about it, and I was able to, like, hold a conversation about this movie I had never seen. And then, oh. <laughs> You're such a simp. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I have no sense of self. I don't know what's wrong with me. But then I, I was going to, like, quote something because I was like, this will really cement my knowledge. I can't believe <laughs> this is only a few months ago. Who am I? I don't know who I am. <laughs> Um, but I was like, I, was, I guess they're like John Wick movies and something that said like some iconic line or something was like TikTok Mr. Wick. <laughs> oh my god, that's not even a, oh my god, that's, so I said that and he was like, what? 
it for? Nothing. <laughs> it was all for nothing, and it's so embarrassing. Wow. Um, and also, um, we're telling all of these stories, and we feel awful, you know, saying them. Like, it's just so embarrassing. But if, like, whoever's listening, like, listeners probably won't feel very embarrassed, you know? Like, I hope you guys find, like, solace. Solace. <laughs> and, like... You know, listening to somebody else's cringe stories, cringe stories are so, so deeply personal. Like, we all have our own cringe triggers, and I think a lot of it's, like, I think cringe, it's, like, it triggers, like, past mild trauma, you know what I mean? Not, like, like capital T trauma, but, um... Lowercase trauma. Like, like, yeah, like, insecurity, like, deep insecurities and things like that, and then something, you'll do something that sort of, like, touches that nerve, and... It just, Whoa. it'll stick with you. It's, um, yeah. it's really like nothing else, but it's such a universal experience. Wow. Next story. Oh, um, this is my story. Um, oh my god. Right. Um, so in the sex ed episode, remember Amber said that, she, you know, she hid her period from her parents. If you guys listen to that, you should listen to it, by the way. Yeah. Um, you know what happens? A uh, yeast infection. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry, I just so, revealed. Basically, I had a yeast infection. Right. Because, like, I was like, trying to keep my period a secret from my mom. And I remember, like, one time, she only had, like, three pads left in her little pad stash. And I was so, about to use a tampon now. <laughs> so, I, I had three pads to use for, like, a week. Like, oh my god. So you have to like make it work. No, I just like wore one battery inside. Oh my and god. it just like didn't work out. And so I remember I texted my friend and he was like, oh, yeah, just like use Clotrimazole. So, so I remember I was like hanging out with like this, this guy, my friend, and I was like, well, this is a great time to go buy Clotrimazole. And so I walked to ride it with him. And I remember, like, they, I didn't, I couldn't find the clotrimazole. I wasn't in the, the section, you right. know? So I had to, like, ask, ask the person working at Rite Aid. I was like, hey, where's the clotrimazole? And they were like, clotrimazole? I was like, yeah, the thing for yeast infection. <laughs> <laughs> and so they got it. And, like, for, <laughs> why they make the tube? Like, the tube is so obviously for yeast infection. It's, like, pink, and it says, With like, yeast for vaginal yeast, yeast infections. <laughs> And so, like, he totally knew. And, yeah, that's a great story. That's pretty funny. Um, I think a lot of cringe stories happen, like the Keanu Reeves one and the Clotrimazole one, when you're going out of your way to hide something, whether it be your period or that you've never watched a Keanu Reeves movie, you know? Yeah. And it's just, cringe stories, they, the cringe, like, pokes a hole in the facade, you know? When you try and, when you try and do something or, like, outsmart someone or you yeah. know um you put yourself in a really vulnerable position where you know the the, the veil could be dropped at any given moment and <laughs> it makes it really sensitive for cringe that's where a lot of cringe stories yeah. happen i think it's kind of funny that like even at that point i just like was very adamant on not telling my mom yeah. <laughs> and i played it so cool when he was like what i was like I can't believe you haven't seen John Wick. Those are so good. Never seen any of them, ever. Probably never will. That's a crazy thing to do. <laughs> hmm. And this was just a couple weeks ago. I was, this was during Tiger. I was in a breakout room, 
and I had a cup of water and the water cup was empty and I didn't realize that until it was like halfway to my mouth and instead of putting it back down because I realized it was empty, I really committed to drinking the water which <laughs> wasn't there. So I mimed drinking water and pretended that that was totally normal and everything was fine. And it wasn't. That's such an awkward thing to do. I don't know why I could just put the water down. Honestly, I don't think that's that cringy. I think that's really cringy. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we all have different perceptions of cringe, you know? True. That's true. Yeah. Um, I thought that I was pretty embarrassing. Like, I find that, like, endearing. I don't know. I think that's cute. It's <laughs> endearing when you're not the one doing it. Yeah, when I you guess. Do it, when you're miming drinking water, you look insane. Yeah. Yeah. So, I looked crazy. And I think maybe... Because I was in a breakout room with a writer, and I was trying to, like, um, you know, give them some feedback on their article and I think I was already in kind of a weird position because like I don't feel like I'm I have any authority to be telling yeah, anybody especially how to since do I'm doing anything. so good on my time right? like, I, I feel like I can't I can't trust myself with editing until I yeah. do well on a time right, right. and so <laughs> I mean I can't edit and now I can't drink water so <laughs> let's just fake it till we make it and I think we'll start with water um so I think that's another that's another cringe position okay also this is also about the sex out of so cringe yeah. story. Oh. Um, so brother dads listen to it because yeah. maybe they're supportive parents, yay. Yeah. Um, but like I remember I was in the car with my dad, we were coming home and he was like, So, Amber, you kept your period a secret for two years. <laughs> I was like, Dad, I don't want to have this conversation. <laughs> yeah. I remember I asked my dad if he listened to the 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 latest episode, which was the sex ed one, and he was and he's pursed his lips kind of and he looked at me and he was like, Yeah, it was uncomfortable <laughs> and it was mortifying but thanks dad for listening to the thanks podcast. dad hi dad um, <laughs> so I wait think... can I sneak in one more oh yeah out of this one oh. also in eighth grade okay I had like major balls in eighth grade like what was going on but I'm yeah I have to say major balls it's, an, it's okay. a metaphor expression what's it um I don't know it's but an expression it's an expression balls that means that means um, big guts, lots of guts, lots of guts. Yeah, I was like recklessly like ballsy in eighth grade. Yeah. I performed slam poetry for five minutes in front of like oh my god four hundred kids what? in eighth grade during the eighth grade awards season. Oh my god, I remember, I remember that. that. Wow. Oh my god, I can't slam believe I poetry? did that. Like Dang. I like I literally went on stage just like and bared your soul just like to bared the my soul to like the entire grade, grade and also like the seventh grade class and third grade. And all the parents. Yeah. Wow. That's really like, impressive. Honestly, I don't know how this gets now. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, that's <laughs> really embarrassing. Yeah. And, like, I'm one of my friends, um, his mom always brings it up, and I don't like it when his mom brings it up. <laughs> I think that's another thing. This is, we were going to do an episode about this, about how um, vulnerability is super super it's so strongly linked to shame and I think that's and then shame is like a cringe triggering emotion you know so yeah I think a lot of the situations where we experience that are like cringy and we look back on and hate are the situations in which like we put ourselves in like a vulnerable position you know um or we're in or like trying to defend ourselves from a vulnerable position like you know the backpack and the yeah. like anti-femininity you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah 
But so. those are our current stories and cats. And yeah, some of our cringe musings. I hope you like that. <laughs> it's just we're it's gonna take a minute for us to recover from that. Yeah. Um, um I feel like I don't know, like we've both undergone like serious so character, development. character development. And I feel like when I meet new people now, it's so much harder for me to like to like tell people these things or just like right. tell them like what the kind of person I was like even yeah. a year ago because like I don't like the person I was sophomore year either or yeah. like two months ago like over the summer I was embarrassing over the summer too um <laughs> shut up Chloe not even shut I hang out with you all the time over the summer I thought you were great okay um but which is like kind of funny I feel like it's so easy for us to, like, bear our souls in, like, a podcast or, yeah. like, whenever it's, like, publicizing stuff or, like, in an article or something. Um, when you don't know your audience. I know. You're not, like, looking them in the eye, you know? And like, it's one-on-one, -on -one, it's so hard. And I just feel like, sometimes I feel like if I, like, tell people these things about me, they're going to be repulsed and they're not going to want to be yeah. friends with me or something. And we're so quick. I think because, you know, we're, like, growing up now. and oh, we're, we're growing I'm, up. We are. <laughs> and... I think when, you know, from from the Jaggings to uh, Chloe Trimazol and Keanu Reeves, we're changing so rapidly because, you know, we haven't, we're figuring out yeah. who we are, and we're so quick to shed our former selves, you know, and that's like, all of our cringe stories and stuff. But I feel um, like we should look upon our former selves and, like, like endearing our exactly. former selves. Because, okay... I remember I heard this somewhere, I think it was on the Just Break Up podcast, Yeah. but um, the host said something along the lines of, like, you're doing, you were doing your best, like, oh. with what you knew, remember that? Like, yeah, you were doing the best with the knowledge that you had. At the time. At the time. Yeah, and, and that's, that's, like, so super comforting. True. Yeah, like, growth is so important, but you can't punish yourself for not knowing as much then when you had no way of knowing. Exactly. So... Cringe stories are embarrassing and terrible, and I feel I'm cringing still. <laughs> um, but yeah, I definitely I want to do the work to accept my former self and all of my cringe stories. My stomach's like rumbling. <laughs> Is this mic picking it up? I'm hungry. <laughs> but thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Or <laughs> bye. Bye. <laughs>